It's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, the next level network. Today, we got, uh, well, a little bit of a different look today. I guess different sound is more appropriate. We have some entertainment news. We got, looks like a pair of Pat Peeves. We got new music from I Love You, I Know. Am I supposed to whisper that? I love you. I know. No? I don't know. That's weird. Especially if the music is still playing. Uh, NFL Week 6 and MLB Playoffs. So that part's not changing. Um, ooh, was that this week? No, next week the captains should be returning with Flyers updates because their first game was last night. Of course, as I sit here, I don't know what happened because it's Wednesday. But yeah, you know what? I really like doing the baseball Friday, by the way. Like that really, I mean, I was wrong about a lot of it, but <laughs> like I ended up being wrong. But I really liked not being like, oh, well, this stuff hasn't happened yet. So I was most as up to date as I could be, I guess. And so I really liked that. And I'm going to keep doing it. So the baseball will sound different. Everything else will be done uh, in one shot here. So that is what is going on for today. Where are we going to start, Drew? I'm going to start. Should we lead off with a Pat Peeve and then sandwich them around the entertainment news? Does that sound better? You know what? Actually, we should do that. Because one of the bits of news, there we go, that didn't take three tries, is about TV. And then the second Pat Peeve, I guess, is also about TV. So that's what we'll do. So we will start with what I was going to do last week. Um, it wasn't going to kick off the show, but what I was going to do last week, our Pat Peeve, a seasonal Pat Peeve. I want to talk about decorative towels. Can we do that? Is that okay? I just, I don't know, maybe because I didn't grow up in a, in a fancy house or I didn't grow up uh, hosting parties all the time or whatever, but I don't understand the idea behind decorative towels. Like you have a towel and its sole function in your house is to hang somewhere, usually the stove, and not be used to dry your hands or dishes or the table or whatever. So if you don't know, the primary purpose of a towel is to dry things. And if you have a towel that you're not using to dry, that it's just for decoration to look nice, I don't understand what the f*** you're doing. Why? Why, are, why do you have a decorative towel? I understand, like, if you have fancy towels for company, right, for parties, right? You break out the uh, the fancy Christmas or Halloween or Thanksgiving or whatever towels for the company, right? You don't uh, let them see the ratty ones that you use every day, right? I mean, I wouldn't, I guess, if I was hosting a party. I'm not going to do it anytime soon or ever again. I think that's really, that's the goal is to not host a party ever again. But I don't, like, it's a different thing to put out the nice towels for the party for the company, for the whatever, right? But if you are hanging towels in your house, especially if they're in a high-traffic place like the kitchen where people are going to be and they're washing their hands or dishes or whatever, and you're saying, no, no, don't use those towels, what? No, buddy, a towel's a towel. I don't really care, right? If it's there, guess what? It's going to be used to dry my hands or the dishes or both. Not at the same time. That's uh, counterproductive. But I don't, I don't understand it. Never understood this idea that something is... And this is a guy who collects ornaments, right? So I, I understand, like, oh, it looks nice. 
but it doesn't serve another primary function. Like that's the idea behind the ornaments is that they just, they look cool or they go on the tree and some of them make noise and they look cool and that's it. It's not, hey, this towel looks nice. Oh, but don't use it as a towel, uh, even though that's what you're supposed to do with it. It's just supposed to look nice. So why is it out? Who is coming to your house and looking around your home and going, oh, what a nice spread. Oh, but the towels, the towels weren't fancy enough. Ah, I'm going to dock points. Who is doing that? Who in your social, if, uh, tell you what, if someone in your social circle is really giving you that kind of business, push them out of it. Don't have that person over anymore. Because who cares? Who cares? The idea behind decorative towels is f- dumb. All right? I'm going out on a limb here. No, I'm not. I'm standing out here and yelling about this. Whatever. Anyway, the idea behind a decorative towel is dumb. And uh, yeah, I had to say it twice to really push it home. And I'm going to get some emails on this one. That's no problem. TMPFanMailGmail.com or TheMeltingPath.com. That's easiest. That's faster, I guess. Let me know. If you have decorative towels, if you put them out, my wife tries to put them out. Jill tries to. I use them as towels because they're towels. That's what I'm supposed to do. Like she has, I guess, seasonal or themed towels that she puts up on the stove. And uh, I use them because they're towels and they're right there. So she may try to have fancy towels that aren't meant for anything other than to look nice. But uh, guess what? I don't care. So I don't know. I've seen it over the last couple of weeks that, uh, hey, we're getting toward the season of uh, fancy towels and this goes on the stove and you're not supposed to use it as an actual towel. Yeah, I don't give a (laughs) All right, it's a towel. If it's there, guess what? I'm going to dry my hands if I need to. So there you go with that. Uh, Come at me if you must, but I I just don't understand it and I don't think I ever will. So that's where we wanted to uh, go last week, but we had a lot more going on. So yes, ahead of uh, apparently decorative towel season, just... um, I guess be mindful that if your towel is out and my hands are wet, I'm going to use the towel. So if you don't want me to use it as a towel, don't put it out, especially where I'm going to be where my hands are wet. All right? I'm putting this on you, not on me. Not on me to not use your fancy towel because I don't know why you don't want me to use it. But there you go. All right. Um, yeah, we were gonna. We almost went back to back with Pat Peeves, but we decided to make a change. And uh, yeah, so... We're kind of going uh, a little old school here. We got some music news for you. I don't have the music here, but um, I don't even remember which one I used for the music news. But it's fine. This won't be that long of a segment. So we'll just file this all together under entertainment stuff. So I read this the other day. Tina Turner sold her music catalog. And I don't have a number for what she got, but I've read from a couple of different sites that it was north of $50 million. And I don't know if that's good if she should have gotten more or what. But number one, she's not the only musician to do this. I think Neil Young sold more than half of his uh, catalog or maybe all of it to someone. And, you know, they're not touring anymore. I mean, they can't really tour. And maybe, uh, I don't know that Tina Turner was touring anyway, but, you know, with no money coming in, you got to find a way to use it. So you sell the rights to your songs and now you can hear Tina Turner's music in some bad commercials. And, um... Which one was I going to do? Oh, man, I thought I wrote it down. Hold on. I, I think I wrote it down somewhere else. One second. All right, I found it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is only going to be funny to me, but expect to hear very soon, uh, you know, what stuff got to do with it? I'm like zooming in on French fries or appetizers or something. Uh, so 
That was a long way to go for a terrible joke, but it made me laugh, and at this point, that's all that matters. <laughs> so, yes, Tina Turner has sold the rights to her. She basically sold her stuff, and... Um, she had to make money. And I, you know, some people are mad about this, like how dare she sell her songs or whatever. But she's a musician. She's already made a lot of money touring on these and album sales and whatnot. So at this point, hey, I just want money and I can't take them with me when I'm gone. So and I don't know if she thought this, but I'm just speculating here. You know, I can't take them with me. I might as well let other people use them for something, license them out to other people or companies and uh, let more people hear them. And go from there. So, and collect a little money uh, on it as well. So, there you go. Tina Turner. So, expect to hear What's Love Got to Do With It in a crappy commercial uh, very soon on your TV if you still watch commercials. So, there you go with that. Um, just an interesting tidbit that I saw. And, uh, yeah, she's not the only one to do this. So, maybe they all had the same thought. Maybe they all said, hey, we're not going to, you know, we're not getting younger. And we might as well, um, number one, make some money off these again. And number two... Uh, you know, let other people use them for things that they want. Now, does that mean I can use them? Can I uh, petition to the uh, whoever bought them, Warner Brothers or whoever? I don't remember who bought them. But can I, you know, ask them like, hey, can I play What's Love Got to Do With It real quick on the show for 10 seconds? And uh, maybe I could do it anyway. Nobody cares. But uh, <laughs> maybe I should. No, I'm not going to do that. So there you go with your music news. And in quick TV news, no, I have not watched the Legends of the Hidden Temple show. I've not watched the Chucky show yet, but they're both in the DVR. And also on Tubi, this is unrelated to what we're going to talk about for a, a brief minute here, but a show hosted by Michelle Trachtenberg, Meet, Marry, Murder, is on Tubi. And did I mention that last week or two weeks ago? I can't remember, but it is, uh, it is up now. And uh, again, I've not watched it because watching TV with a kiddo is really hard. So yeah, we're working on it, but... All that stuff is in the DVR, and when I can watch it, I'll get back to you. But yeah, not yet. I know I talked about some TV stuff, and Walker is uh, Season 2 is coming soon, and All Rise Season 3, maybe, on the Oprah Network. I think that was brought back. Um, Manifest brought back via Netflix. So uh, a lot of stuff coming down that I'm enjoying, and uh, we've been able to watch like the Goldbergs and the Connors, but that's it. But um, anyway, Pat, no one cares what you're watching on TV. What's the story? The story is... Speaking of Netflix, that 90s show has been ordered. A little series, I think they get uh, they ordered 10 episodes. Another spinoff, another, I guess this is more of a spinoff of that 70s show than that 80s show was. Is it? I don't, you know what? I watched all of that 80s show. I'm sure of it. I can't tell you anything about it. Because if you don't know, that 70s show is one of my favorite sitcoms. I love it. I don't know that we need this. I don't know that this is, uh, you know, vital to my Netflix queue. However, comma, Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp are in Red and Kitty Foreman, respectively. So I'm going to give this a shot. And the synopsis or the uh, the quick summary here is that Leia, of course, Eric named his daughter Leia. Eric and Donna's daughter is visiting her grandparents in Wisconsin, and that's how the show is uh, is setting up. So no word on uh, other cast members of Topher Grace or Lara Prepon or did I say that right? I don't know or Wilma Valderrama. Or Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, no word on if I'm not going to hold out hope that Danny Masterson will be there. But uh, I don't know about anybody else, if they're going to be in or not. I'd like to see them all. That'd be great. As long as you're doing it, you might as well get everybody you can from the OG show and try to put them in somewhere, right? See where they are 20 years later. So that's interesting. 
I like it. You know, again, I'm not sure that this is something everyone needed. You know, Hollywood's not really buying original ideas, but uh, Red and Kitty are in. That means Pat's going to try it out. And maybe before this comes out, I'll rewatch that 80s show to remember what the hell happened and to see how connected it was, if at all. So there you go with that. Uh, that 90s show coming to Netflix at some point in the future. I have no idea. All I know is that, of course, Eric Foreman named his daughter Leia, and she is visiting her grandparents, and Red and Kitty are in, which means I'm going to try it out. So there you go. Speaking of TV, I um, this is not a new thing. This is not revolutionary or groundbreaking. Um, I'm not saying anything too big here, but something that I've noticed over the last two weeks or so since Seinfeld came to Netflix is we have more of the people who believe that hating a popular TV show is a personality. You know, we saw it with Friends. We, well, we still see it with Friends, I think. Um, we're seeing it with Seinfeld. We saw it with Big Bang Theory. We saw it with Game of Thrones. We saw it with, I don't know, insert a popular show, uh, and I can bet you that someone or a group of someones out there just made hating that show their entire personality. And it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, I understand that the show's not for you. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, never watched a second of it, don't care to see it, never really interested. Plus, you know, people kind of ruin it for me, which is fine. Again, was not going to watch it, doesn't matter. But I didn't go out and, uh, you know, troll the boards and uh, message boards and whatever and say, oh, this show's terrible and blah. Like, I don't do that. I'm not, a, you know, it's just weird that people do that. This is big in wrestling, too. When something, uh, people are enjoying something, there's always that one person or those, uh, that handful of people who will come in and say, no, this is actually terrible and you shouldn't enjoy it. And that's what kind of people are doing. And I mean, maybe they have valid gripes about Friends and Seinfeld and Big Bang Theory. And I understand that it's a TV show. It's not going to be for everybody. But I don't know why you got to be such a sourpuss about it, right? This is just, it's a TV show. You can either watch it or not watch it and then go on and do something else with your day. I don't get how, oh, Friends was so terrible and, oh, all these people are awful and, oh, blah, 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 and, oh, Seinfeld, what's the what's the deal? What's the deal? And, oh, Big Bang Theory, oh, we get it. He's autistic or whatever. Oh, yeah, great. But I just, I don't know. I just feel like if you enjoy it, you're going to watch it. You're going to talk to your friends about it. Like, hey, I like this. If you don't like it, you probably shouldn't know anything about it. Right? Just avoid it entirely. That's what I do. I don't know anything about Lost. I watched, sorry, Ben, I watched maybe three of those, decided it wasn't for me. And uh, same thing with The Walking Dead, which I talked about. Uh, I've watched a handful, decided it wasn't for me, checked out. Never talk about it. I don't understand this whole fascination with making your entire, I don't know, like your whole gimmick is, oh, I hate this show. It's terrible. People love it. I hate it. It's not funny. Bah! Here's the thing about comedy, friends. It's not for everyone. Never has been. Never going to be. There's not going to be one comedian who everyone loves. There's not going to be one, you know, comedy show that everybody loves because everybody finds different things funny. That's kind of the beauty of comedy is that it can reach a wide variety of people or none of them. And then something else will be funny to those other people, right? So I don't know. I just never got it. I never, same with decorative towels, never understood why this thing has become so prevalent. And again, now that Seinfeld just hit Netflix two weeks ago, here are all those people coming out and making, oh, well, Seinfeld isn't that funny. It wasn't even that good of a show. And that's their entire personality 
That's all you see is them whining about people enjoying Seinfeld. Who gives a Watch it or don't, just Jesus. Like, the Simpsons and Family Guy and, yeah, what's the other one? I don't know. Like, you get that, too, when people are like, oh, well, this show is trash and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, stop watching it. Turn off the TV and read a goddamn book, all right? Just, I don't know. Like, whining about people who enjoy Seinfeld or Friends or The Big Bang Theory or, or whatever it, the case is, I just don't think it's healthy. I don't know. Maybe that's too far. But it's also just annoying, right? You're just coming out there to whine and complain about someone enjoying something that you don't like. So, I don't know. Step off, back up, and do something else. So there you go. You're an adult, most likely, complaining about this. So, I don't know. Start acting like it. So there's your, I guess, your lesson for today is that uh, just stop being a How about that? Does that work for you? There you go. That's all the complaining I have for you today. And we have a song from our new friends, and then we'll do sports, and then that'll be that for the show. So after the song, if you hate sports, that's your cue to leave, and uh, I thank you for joining me. I also want to thank our new friends, I Love You, I Know, with their, uh, well, for saying, hey, go ahead and play our stuff. I do appreciate it. You can find them at, uh, oh boy, it's I Love You, I Know Official, but it's the letters. So it's I-L-Y-I-K Official on Twitter and Instagram. I think I got that right. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> and this band is uh, Brady and Susie, newly engaged. So we send our best wishes and uh, happy thoughts and good vibes over to them. This song uh, is, I love this song. I think it's great. And apparently we got more coming. I hope so. I don't know. I want more because this song is really good. So again, I love you. I know. With their latest, the song is Fallout. It's the Melty Pat on the Next Level Network.
there you have it, our new friends. I love you, I know, with their latest Fallout here inside the Melting Pat. It's one word. It's not Fallout. Sorry if that was confusing. <laughs> the Melting Pat, the next level network. I can't go that high, so we start a little bit low. I'm sure it's fine, and I'm sure the transcription to this will be awesome. Uh, it's a thing I'm going to start doing, by the way. I think I can figure it out without having to do too much work. So we'll see. Hopefully, that will be up for this week's episode, just a little uh, aside from that. So again, I-L-Y-I-K, official, is where you find I Love You, I Know, on the social media places, and get Fallout, where you get your tunes. All of that will be in the show notes. Also, their merchandise company, heatdeath.co, the link to that will be in the show notes as well. So there you go. My thanks to I Love You, I Know for the tune. Go do the things with the stuff. Alrighty. So, my friends, if you do not like sports, again, this is your cue to leave. I thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful day, wonderful week, and I'll talk to you next time. Is next week our Halloween show? No, it is not. Two weeks we're doing a Halloween show, and we'll be doing which Brooklyn Nine-Nine heist episode was your favorite. So I'll watch one and break it all down. I thought it would be fun, and maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll only be fun for me, but let me know. Uh, which Brooklyn Nine-Nine heist episode is your favorite, and I will break it down on the Halloween show in two weeks. How's that? Good? All right, great. So again, if you don't like sports, see you later. Thank you very much for the rest of us. You know what? Why have I not been using this? We have a perfectly good Monday Night Football jingle from WDSR that we made years ago. Well, we just did it every show. So we're going to play that instead of me doing it. Maybe that'll work. And if you want me to go back to the other thing, let me know. But for now... It's NFL Week 6. And we've got the Arizona Cardinals, the unbeaten Arizona Cardinals, against the surprising Cleveland Browns. Again, Cardinals haven't lost yet. Kyler Murray looks awesome. Christian Kirk, is that his first name? Christian, the wide receiver. He's really good. I like their defense. It's been showing up. Uh, but really, Kyler Murray is so much fun to watch. So I like him in this game. Uh, Cleveland's defense is good. Their run game is really good. Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb. I I mean, again, their defense is good. They got some good skill players on that side of the ball. But I'm not in on Baker Mayfield. Like, he's good. He's going to put up some good throws. He'll put up the numbers. But he doesn't have, as Phil would say, his clutchicity rating is not very high. And I don't. Like, if you need, okay, so if this game comes down to the final drive and say the Browns are down four and they have to go 60, 70 yards for a touchdown, maybe one timeout left, you got to go almost the length of the field. I don't trust Baker Mayfield to make the plays to get them down and score. I just don't. And maybe there's evidence to prove me wrong here, but from what I've seen of him over his the course of his career, and he's a division rival, so I've seen quite a bit. I just don't see it. I don't get it. I don't think he's the guy to put the team on his back. And maybe the fact that the play callers decided to run uh, late in the game last week against the Chargers instead of putting the ball in Baker's hands, maybe they're proving me right, that he shouldn't be trusted, or that he, not that he shouldn't be, that he can't be. So maybe he'll prove me wrong. Maybe he'll prove everybody wrong by uh, taking the Cardinals down. But I don't see it. Give me the Cardinals. They're going to go 6-0. and um, I like this to be a good game, though, because Cleveland is, I think, as much as I like to make fun of them, and as uh, as Tim likes to make fun of them as well, I think we're beyond the point 
of Cleveland regressing to like a two-win team. Like I think we're we're in the phase of the Browns where they're going to be contending for the playoffs all year. And I think that's it's hard for me to get used to, but that's why I can put them in a game of the week and not laugh about it, right? They're not a throwaway like the Jets are or the Jaguars or whoever, right? One of those bottom barrel teams. They're not a throwaway anymore. They're like a team I can put in a game of the week and legitimately talk about them. So I like their defense. I think they're good. Uh, but games on the line, I can't trust Baker Mayfield. So give me the Cardinals. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I think it's going to be a good game. Give me the Cardinals to stay unbeaten in uh, in week six. So there you go with that. That is your NFL for today. I still love Red Zone. It's really fun to watch, and it's really the way to watch football. And then if you don't, like if I miss something, I can watch a you know, 10, 12-minute highlight video on YouTube the next day or hours later. So there you go. That's your NFL. And uh, Jerome, we got to hit more music here, sir, because it's time to talk baseball playoffs. So like I said at the top, uh, I was wrong about all of this, I think. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm mad about it, but, you know, it's nice to be right on your own show. That's what I'll say. So in the American League, everybody wrote off the Red Sox, even me. Cousin Kathy was very upset with me, probably. I don't know. Um, everybody wrote them off. But here they are. They weren't supposed to make the playoffs. They did. They weren't supposed to be the Yankees. They did. They weren't supposed to be the Rays. They did. And now here they are in the American League Championship Series, four wins away from the World Series. So conventional wisdom will say, Pat, you should probably start picking the Red Sox. However, comma, the more I go against them, the more they win. And I'd rather they win. So do I pick the Astros? Is that what I have to do? Because the Astros are really good in October. They have been. Who knows if they're still cheating? I, hey, you know what? I said it last week. As long as the people who were involved in the thing... I mean, I know the coaches are gone and the whoever else is gone, but the players who were really doing it are still there, so they still have um, still have the stink on them. Let me put it that way. And I think as long as as long as they're there and and they were never punished for it, it's going to be a problem for me. And I'm sorry to bring it up two weeks in a row, but you also can't deny how good they play. How how good they let me say, try that again. How good they are in October and how well they're playing right now. So I think. I think the White Sox coasted to the division title because, uh, again, their division wasn't good. And they get up, they get to the end of the line, and they had a lot of injuries, yeah. But also, they come up against the Astros, who are just a different team in October, it seems. And here they go. So that's where that went. Uh, the Braves surprised me, I got to say, in the National League. We have so Astros, Red Sox, and the AL, you know who I want. Uh, but I can't pick them because uh, sports fans are dumb, and I believe in things like this, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and in the National League, the Braves, you know what? I underestimated how mediocre the Brewers' offense was, and I also underestimated how good the Braves' rotation is. Because I said last week I think their bullpen is going to let them down because I don't think it's great, but they didn't need it. Their starters did enough to shut down the Brewers, and here they are in the next round. 
So, of course, I don't want them to win as a Phillies fan. But as a baseball fan, like, they lose their best player in, you know, June or May, whenever uh, Acuna got hurt. And instead of punting on the season, they made some deals, got some guys, and here they are. Also four wins from the World Series. So, you know, they uh, kept at it, and they took advantage of a weak division also, and then took advantage of a weaker offense than they have for sure, and their starters came up right when they needed. Charlie Morton's awesome. I wish he was still in the Phillies, but uh, I'm a big fan of him, so, man, I'm torn on this. But uh, elsewhere in the National League, as we all wanted, I think, as we well, I predicted, and as we all wanted, the Dodgers and Giants went to five games, and game five was great scoreless until like the sixth inning and then you know solo homer and a a clutch hit and then cody bellinger knocks in the go-ahead run then san francisco got screwed at the end you can't deny that uh whether you're a dodgers fan or what and dodgers fans are being really annoying about it and i have no dog in this fight but san fran got screwed at the end could they have won the game at at another point could they have scored you know another run or two and won the game earlier sure probably but the fact that their season ended on a check swing call First of all, ending a game on a check swing call is b- Second of all, it was the wrong call. It was a terrible call. He did not swing. And I don't know. I, I just think if you have all this replay technology available, you're making points of emphasis to say, hey, we're going to look at these. Coaches can challenge things. Why is everything not reviewable? I wonder this about the NFL too. You have all this technology. You have all these people who are going to look at these things and at this command center, wherever it is, New York or wherever. And you're like, okay, we're going to look at these replays. We're going to get these calls right. We're going to make sure we get it right. And then, oh, but these plays aren't reviewable. So either go all the way with it or don't do it at all. Like doing it half-assed is really kind of screwing teams. And I don't have a stake in this one, but I was, you know, that was a great game. And it was marred, soiled, ruined by a terrible call right at the end. And and unfortunately for, uh, for the game, for the Dodgers, for whoever, that's what people are talking about about that game. Like, it's not, it's less about, oh, look how good this was. Look how great these two teams went at it for five games. It's instead, oh, hey, that guy really blew that call and ended the Giants season right there. And so that's unfortunate, but we push on. So we have Dodgers, Braves in the National League. I think the Dodgers can beat the Braves. You know, I like Atlanta's offense. I like their rotation, but LA has, I think, a better bullpen. Um, I don't think Atlanta's bullpen is very good. So let's say it again, Pat. Atlanta's bullpen will let them down. If it comes to it, I think the Dodgers will win. And um, officially, I have to pick the Astros, but you know who I want to win there. So, man, that'd be a rematch of what? 2018, I think, right? 2017? I don't remember when it was. I My brain is mush. But anyway, there's your baseball. Uh, <laughs> I think, let me see here. Game one of the American League series was yesterday, so I don't know what happened. And both of them played today. So, Enjoy the baseball. Sorry you got to listen to Joe Buck, probably, but, you know, that's just where we are. We take the bad with the good, right? Right? I don't know. We're getting closer to having no baseball, and that's a real bummer, but then that means the captain's here, and maybe Danny Schmitz will come and give us some basketball updates. I don't know. In any case, there is your baseball. That's what I have for you today, and uh, Jerome, we got that sound effect ready because we don't have the captain yet, so we can't throw it to him, so uh, we're going to come back, and well, it's already done. We'll wrap the show right after this. I don't know why I started off that in a weird, like, it's time to do that. I don't know what I was going for there. But anyway, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's your sports. That's your baseball. That is your show for today. My thanks to I Love You. I know for the tune. Check them out. Get the tune where you get your stuff. 
You know what? My thanks to everybody who doesn't like popular TV shows. Give me something to talk about today. And the people who use decorative towels in a weird thing that they do. I don't know why people do this, but uh, again, it gave me something to talk about. So there you go. We're good, right? Yes, the captain is not coming back this week because the Flyers to date have played one game. So uh, we're not going to make him do that. So the timing may be a little different this year because, well, I can't edit them on Saturday mornings because I do dad stuff. So um, I don't know how we're going to work around that, but I'm sure we'll find a way. All right. that That's not for you, really. That's for me. But I don't know why I told you that. Anyway, we're all <laughs> we are all good. My thanks to everybody for tuning in today. That is all. G-Lovin' Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And uh, yeah, we're all good. This has been an 8 Boiling production. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands, wear your mask. Get vaccinated when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. As always, thenextlevelnetwork.com for all of our stuff and themeltingpat.com for all of my stuff. There we go. It's out of order, but I think we got it. Until next time, my friends. You've been inside the melting pad on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty outside, and lemonade will be nice. Stop a spice from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but girls got the bait on the front board. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling gold and bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. You sent me from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And a friend. Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball. So every decoration of Colada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks. They got me up on the mustache. I'm the cool aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah.